just, I might just leave hey, listen, you don't understand how excited I am for you. When I was listening to, I've been listening to Bairdom, but I yeah. was listening to the um, presidential one and the one that you did with the man them. Yeah. And um, I was listening to the, um, uh, what was the other one, man? The Culture Clash one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just want to say, you lot have got something really good going on here. Do you know what I'm I mean? Sure, like, mind you. It's a it's good conversation, yeah, but it's some, it's an insight into our world. Yeah. And the reason why I say it now, yeah, is because I'm at work, yeah, and on a day to day basis, things happen that help me realize that they don't really understand us. Like the mm. people in a, on a day to day basis, like from whatever race in normal society, yeah. they don't really get our culture. They don't yeah. really understand what it's like for a young black man growing up in Southeast London. Yeah. Do you get me? And so when I'm listening to your podcast and listening to the stuff that you guys are talking about, the fact that you mix in some really crucial stuff to do with life, like presidential debates, through to grabbing girls' pom-poms, even though technically <laughs> that was, that was part of the, the debate. Pumps. Do you get me? <laughs> through to culture class stuff that's yeah. really important to us that other people might not understand. It's really important, man. So, bruv, keep doing your thing, no, I appreciate man. I appreciate those things. You just got to have this... That's something I've, de- I've been debating. I don't know if you've even, if you've even started or we've not, but mm-hmm. we're here now anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is a challenge a lot of the times is to not have that light, fluffy conversation. Yeah. I've been saying a lot of times, a lot of the people that I see interact, because we're not the only people that mm-hmm. do podcasts or the only yeah, people yeah, that have... Course. Like, there's different creators. So what's the thing that's popping right now? I don't know if it's called BK Chat or yeah, Back yeah, Chat yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my bridges I went to uni from is, is on there. Yeah, I've got, I've got the same thing. I've got someone from uni that's kind yeah. of behind the scenes. You know mm-hmm. my man yeah. um, with the big beard, um, Ben and that. Mm-hmm. Because they're ducking me, so I have, to, I have to stick it on them. Because <laughs> I want to get them on here for a conversation. Okay, okay. I might not go the right way for them <laughs> if, <laughs> if I do get them on here. But I do want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes, like, the conversation in regards to, like, who pays first for dates or who mm, should pay mm. or like body counts. I think sometimes they get a little bit redundant mm, mm, and I might mm, be shooting mm. myself in the foot because there might be a time I might revert back to a conversation mm-hmm. about that or reference it, mm-hmm. trying to be silly and funny. But at certain times I feel like we yeah. could be able to cover, we should be able to cover. I don't know how you feel. Do, no. you think, do you think we're above those kind of conversations or is that like Twitter snobbery when, when I see a man say, oh, come on, we're having a conversation about body counts again? You know what? Yeah, I guess it, it's two, it's two things. One, it depends on the purpose of your podcast. Yeah. But two, it depends on how you do it. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's perfectly, like I said, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and um, to have a mix of conversation yeah. and to have some stuff in there, which I like to say is kind of... Um, Trivial, do you know what it's I mean? It's a filler. Is, yeah, it's like a filler. You have a little it's, sandwich in that. Yeah, like, like, so like, it's, <laughs> it's a little filler. It's, it's perfectly fine. But on the flip side, as long as that's backed up by some stuff that g- people genuinely care about, innit? And, yeah. are, and are going to get people involved. Because so, someone might listen to your podcast knowing that, you know, I want to hear the trivial stuff. Yeah. Another person might listen to the podcast because like, nothing wrong I want to hear some like, proper like, debate. Did you get me? That doesn't matter. Different spaces, different audiences. C- totally, like, I, totally. I do like their, their pod, um, not even their pod, their... I don't even call it just their, their online platform for BK Chat. Mm-hmm. I do find it interesting because people forget a lot of the times when you see people online, yeah. whether it's visual or audio wise, mm-hmm. a lot of these people, that's their first introduction to this media field yeah, or yeah, trying to be a personality or putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it's their first time, they've got to have space to grow. Yeah. I'm sure when people, like when I, li- I listen back to one of our podcasts, the yeah. first one, I hate it. <laughs> it's all over the shop. <laughs> yeah. But it's raw though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's fucking, right. it's raw. <laughs> yeah, it's no, raw it's to true. the core. But I hate it. And I wouldn't even say now, even season, I just I just learnt more as an individual mm, and just, mm, you know, mm, inflections. Mm. Growth. Making growth. sure you've got good clarity. Growth. To- totally, totally. Are, you, are we started by the way? We're here, bro. We, we started, started, yeah. We kicked off. <laughs> we kicked off. We didn't even do that intro or nothing, you know. We'll just get there. Straight to the bang like that. Listen, no no Mr. Vans this week. Hashtag off the cuff pod. A good honest conversation never hurt anyone. Producer H in the building before you get out of it. What's going on? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. For, for the moment. For the moment. For the moment, quickly. 
the, the voice you've been hearing introduce yourself actually you can do the talking cause yeah no I'll go for it no thanks man Um, yeah so my name's Carl Kanadu I'm a motivational speaker and I'm co-founder of 2 to 3 Degrees which essentially is um a personal development company we go into schools we go into youth organisations we also work with sports and corporates around helping people change the way they think helping people um, change their mentality you know and kind of realise their potential so a lot of the work that we do is around doing talks and workshops for people to develop some practical skills and tools to build the life that they want in a sense. And obviously alongside that, I'm a motivational speaker, so you can find me on all social media platforms, um, at CK Canardu, but I'll do the plug-in at the end. Um, yeah, that. let's get straight to it, man. Let's and like talk. you said, a professional man out there, so I'll do the plug-in right at the end. That was good. That was good. Man like Carl, we go, we go way back. So it's good to have you done. Mm, um, yeah. I know you've been ch- checking our shit out and- Totally, man. Been engaging. Mm. What's been going on this week though? What's, where have you been at? What you been up to? What's um, how are things looking for you at the moment? Yeah, no, for me, um, it, I guess first things first is obviously um, we, two to three degrees. We launched um, seven months ago, so we eight months now. We launched in March and um, nine months now. Bloody hell, um, time's flying. So basically, we are doing a lot of work to build up to our strategy for 2017. But yeah. most importantly, I'm building up to a film that I'm doing on Saturday, yeah. um, which is basically called Motivating a Generation. And it's to motivate all millennials that are out there to get them to stop thinking as if the challenges and the obstacles that they're going through are a personal attack on them and their lives. And to basically get people to stop thinking like losers and start thinking like winners and start embracing the people that we are. Do you know what I mean? So it's all based around the underdog theory of, you know, the wolf climbing up the hill is a lot more hungry than the one sitting at the top. Mm. And so if you are someone who's going the top through, you've made it. You, you get me, anymore. you're sitting there, you're nice. You're, and, and a lot of the time you get comfortable and you're not looking behind you to see what else is coming to steal your food. But if you're the wolf climbing up there, I can guarantee you your awareness is on point. Yeah. You're looking, you're hungry, all the rocks that are falling down on you, it doesn't matter, you're still going. And for people to understand that if you are going through challenges or if life does seem a little bit difficult, that's a good thing. That's building your character. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, 2017 for me and for my business and my business partner and for everyone around me, it's the year of the wolf, man. Do you know what I mean? And even for yourselves, like you st- launched this year, right? Off, off, no, we've off been the going since last summer. Since last summer? Yeah, so okay, we're, cool. We're, we're and so, a bit, you're in some change. Mm, 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 mm. I, I should have known, actually. That's how you guys have managed to build a following yeah. and start getting out there. And so, you know, like you said, there is other podcasts that are out there. Yeah. And there is some that are bigger. There is some that are smaller. Yeah. But for you, it doesn't matter about see, that. You see with those things, we see with stuff like that. Competition's good. Mm. I think you should always pay attention to competition. Yeah. But there are times you should have blinkers on, at least. And for... For me, I can't because I don't know people's business. Mm, I don't mm, know what mm. they've got going on over there. Totally. If you find your niche mm-hmm. in life, a lot of the time is just utilizing or like exploiting USB. Exactly. If you've got like your little, is that little crack in the window? Tiny. Where the draft's in there. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's listen, enough. That's, that's all enough. you need. And at the end of the day, my idea of making it might be different to someone else's. Mm, you know? mm, 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 we'll mm, take this as, as far as possible you can exactly, take it. Exactly. Exactly. Some people have managed to leverage theirs yeah. Others haven't. Yeah. And at the end of the day, with these things, we have people that listen to this podcast have been listening for a year. Some exactly. people who are new. It's your first time listening. Yeah, exactly. So your first time listener, shout out to yeah. you. <laughs> Make sure you're back again Hashtag next week. Off the cuff pod. You know? But speaking um, on that theory of um of the wolf, what's mm-hmm. what have been some of the challenges you faced as someone that is, I would say, climbing up the hill? Mm-hmm. With, yeah, a, no. with, a, with a new business that's not even a year old yet yeah um, I guess the first things first is so I still have a full time role around um, full time role working as a, um, a researcher for a sports charity alongside doing the business and doing okay. the motivational speaking so the biggest thing is time um, and the beautiful thing about that is when you want something 
time almost goes out the window. You don't care how long it's going to take. You don't care if you have to wake up early. You don't care if you have to wake up, if you have to go to bed late. Time doesn't really bother you. It's only when you start to sit back and take the time to think about it. Because I'm sure you'd be able to understand as well. It takes time for you to be here up until nine o'clock every mm. so often to do the podcast, isn't it? It's not easy. And so that's the first thing. If anyone's got any goals or challenges or things that they want to do, forget the time aspect. Just do it. Just run. That's my thing. We, me, me and Aziz came together, my business partner Aziz, and said, you know, we want to do this. We want to motivate the world. We want to transfer this energy to everyone. We just got up and started doing it. We started emailing teachers, started emailing organisations and said, this is what we want to produce. Let's go. And in seven or eight months, we've worked with 500 young people. But you don't do that by sitting there and thinking about all of the obstacles in and around the goal that you want to achieve. You only do that by taking a step forward. One plus one equals two, man. Like, you just have to say fuck fear Exactly, totally. Totally. That's exactly what you need to do. And um, and I guess the second thing is, and it's something that you touched on about comparison and the fact mm. that sometimes you have to have blinkers on and just go do your thing. Find that crack in the window. A quote that I love to talk about is comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. You know, if you spend come to drop your time. I was like, I'm writing that one down. No, but like if you spent your time looking at other podcasts, mm. you probably wouldn't start. Mm-hmm. But you never started your podcast so you can compare to other people. You started it because you had an idea. Yeah. It's something that you enjoy. You want to create a platform for you to speak, for other people to speak. And you, you got it cracking. You yeah. get me? And that's my thing. Like, that, there's a million motivational speakers in the world. There's a million podcasts. There's a million um, sound engineers, rappers. It doesn't matter. No one is you. You get me? No one's going to have your idea to come up with your name, to do it, talk about your subjects. You know what I mean? To do it your way. And that's the most important thing. And that's what people need to move away from. Nobody can be you. You are uniquely you. So whatever your idea is, run with it, man. You are your USP. The fact that this is Fuller's podcast means that, you know, it's different to someone else's. The fact that my name is Carl and I'm a motivational speaker means that my content is different to someone else's. And that is enough. What about, what about? Oh, wait, I thought he was going to do like a all around the room and say, well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you forgot, was, forgot producer and then, H. And then H. Is oh, always, wait, you know wait. But we're in your studio. That says enough. <laughs> we're in your space, We're in bro. your space. We're in your studio. <laughs> that says enough. Everyone can't be Beyonce, bro. <laughs> yeah. What's all this? <laughs> Listen, everyone, I, listen, just, I, just, I keep like, telling my friends all the time, everyone's not going to be the rapper. Nah, Someone's got to do the me. artwork. Someone's, Someone's got to be a DJ. Someone's got to roll the weed. Yeah. Someone's got to do something. Someone's <laughs> got to be the cameraman. Just relax, fall back. <laughs> and play your position and you'll be all right. But what birthed this energy? Because like you said, it's, your business is what, seven, eight, nine months old. My mm. math is off a little bit. But yeah. what birthed that energy? What was said, okay, cool, I want to mm. start this. You feel there's something that was missing within the mm-hmm. education system? Mm, mm, where mm. did you where did it all come from yeah for you um you you kind of hit the nail on the head there for us it was one day waking up in the morning so i wake up in the morning yeah and i'm bouncing off the walls like yeah. i got i'm a morning person but alongside that i'm just mad energetic like anyway i love i love every day i'm just i'm just like that do you know what i mean yeah, i'm yeah, energetic yeah, yeah. i'm punchy i'm the person that you don't want to wake up in the same house as because i'm going to be blasting some music or doing something can it excited to be alive and my business partner is quite similar in that sense. And so it got to a stage where we kind of navigated ourselves through uni to get like first class degree, through employment to work for an international organisation. You know? That was a light and stunt. And she, what you say? I like that's a light stunt. I like that stunt. No, <laughs> no I'm trying to give context, man. Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. No, I, I appreciate a man for first degree because a lot of men have got, listen, some no, people's degrees aren't, aren't worth the paper they're written on. <laughs> But listen, yeah, a nice first degree. Yeah, no, nah, and then um, kind of through employment and stuff, and it was a case of, okay, cool, we're bouncing off the walls, we're making use of our opportunities, we're doing whatever. 
the relationship that we've got, the energy that we've got, why haven't other people got it? You know, what's missing? Yeah. And so we kind of said, you know what, we need to give it to them. And it, it was the education system that we looked at first. People are finishing school, they know one, two algebra, but put them in a situation where they have to deal with failure and they ain't got a clue. They implode. But that's the, oh. it, that's the issue with my, my issue with the education system. Mm. It, it teaches you how to pass exactly. exams. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's a lot, and I could be wrong from my experience, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of tools they give you, okay, this is how you're going to work out in a rule because mm-hmm. the, the mantra they gave us was you keep your head down, mm-hmm. focus, yeah. get yourself through GCSEs, mm-hmm. go through college sixth yeah. form, go yeah. to uni, you come out, it's yeah. going to be amazing. I know a ton of people <laughs> yeah, working totally. below their pay grade. Totally. You live in London, you're going to firm 18 mm. grand a year job because mm. you always stay cheap. Yeah. London, exactly. London no yeah. You want to go out on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Buy bottles and that? <laughs> you need your money in back pocket. <laughs> people are making right now decisions. You've got to pay your bills. Exactly. Is that, that, and that's the, that's the reality. And we went to the same, me and Follow went to the same school. Um, and I remember leaving um, my year nine sats. And do you remember Mr. Ricks? Yeah. He turned around and said to me, I'll be honest with you, mate. Like, what you just did, no one cares about. It's done now. It's never going to matter. Mm. And I remember thinking, right, that's deep. And then when I came out of my GCSEs, people had this illusion that that was no different to SATs as if like, you know, your GCSE really, really mattered. Yeah. And then when I got my degree, it was the same. And it's only until I started waking up to the fact that, you know, a piece of paper can never define your life. I don't care who you are or what you do. A piece of paper can never, ever define anything to do with you. And that's the problem because the education system sets us up, like you said, to learn for that piece of paper. And then the person behind that piece of paper has got no skills. Mm. They can't talk. They don't know how to use their body language. No they don't know how to be confident. Nothing. None of that stuff. Do you get me? And that's what matters more. Like, look at all the people that we revere, even half of the people that we probably talk about on a podcast on a day-to-day basis. Education, yeah, they might have it. They might not have it. But it's more to do with the person that they are. And a lot of the time, they go down the road that's least travelled. Mm. They don't go down the route of getting a good job. You know, they go down the route of creating something that they love, crafting something and just living into it. But I think for you to be truly successful, mm. you have to on some level be unconventional. Oh, 100%. No, and I didn't mean be illegal, you don't have to trap. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> if that's you, cool, get yeah. it how you live, but yeah. be unconventional. You have to do something that someone else has not done before. Mm, mm, you know? mm, mm, and mm. make yourself be somewhat uncomfortable because like, even this has been a struggle because you know you have to still motivate yourself. Of course, want to come. You're going to get knockbacks. Like I've on the last like week or so, mm. I'm not going to do to name drop, I won't do it, but I've met some decent individuals who I've managed to network with and mm. maybe certain promises. Yeah. And now we've got to see mm-hmm. and keep the relationship building and see what can come totally. come out of it. You know, you know, totally. you know when, you know when, a, when, a, when a brother makes it and then they start having those conversations with people, they, we don't say no names, but you know, things are starting to work out for me. Uh, the handshakes are different now. Yeah, like, some people responding to my emails, retweeting my shit. Like, Yo, you guys, it's, it's not even that. It's just you have moving to, in different circles. Yeah, now, you know, if he's gonna I'll, forget I'll, you soon, you know. I'll, I'll tell you like, off air how I met this individual. You're gonna. It's not even that. Mm. I was in the working capacity. I was, <laughs> I, I was working, bro. <laughs> I was just, this is how I was working. But obviously, we always cover a lot of things on off the cuff. Mm, mm, Other mm. side and um having you down there to talk about what you got going on. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know what you've been paying attention because I messaged you before. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, you I did. Last you did. Night. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I can't yeah. ignore it. It's probably, even though I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I'll get into why in a second, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. documentary drops on yeah. BBC yeah. entitled Lawful Killing. Mm-hmm. And it was around the death of Mark Duggan. Yeah, yeah. Not the first person to be shot by police. Of course. But probably the most high profile case because of what happened after mm-hmm. in regards to there being rights and probably the, I would, am I must say safe to say that was the worst right we've had in the UK. No, because they would have had the Brixton rights. Was that, that was no, was that, did that not top it? 
I don't, no, I don't think sure. so. From I'm what sure. I know, there was there was five. I know we've had bricks and rice. I know we had the, mm, the, the that was in the eighties, farm right? rice. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know which ones is the highest, but I mm. do know the Brixton rights were talked about in a similar regard. So they might yeah. be on a level, or might, one might be worse. But yeah. So the the documentary drops, and mm. I don't know how to feel because I felt like just the title itself was already trolling us to gain a reaction. Because you mm-hmm. know, as soon as the documentary is done now. Everyone's getting ham yeah. using the hashtag on social media because that's that's the space we have conversations now, mm. whether that's good or not. But yeah. that's the space we have conversations now. Did you do you know did anyone in the room know enough about the case or what happened at the time? I I don't mm. literally mm. my my comment my commentary would literally be on what you're saying right now. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if I was to say anything, so I don't know enough to really. You don't remember my man when he when. Oh he no, did... I remember what happened, but mm. I didn't look into it to understand the details and what was disputed and what wasn't. From what you know, from what you may know, do you, do you feel like it was like a lawful killing? No, from my understanding, it wasn't. Mm. But then again, I, I don't you know might have limited information. Ups. Yeah, mm. so I can't really say. Prior to watching the documentary, I, I wouldn't say I was too in the know. Um, mm. Watched it. It did dispel some myths. I don't know if he was or not, or mm-hmm. was or wasn't carrying a gun. But I do know, even if that was the case, I don't feel anybody should be shot and you could classify cold blood in the middle of the street. Yeah, yeah, do you know what? Like, I have a problem with the, the term lawful killing. Mm. I'm not okay with that anyway. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, it's like the legality of it doesn't make it an okay act. Do you understand? That's my viewpoint on things. But that's where the grey area is because it being legal doesn't mean it's correct. Mm. Yeah. But it's legal. So sometimes mm-hmm. with the law, and I tell everyone all the time, I don't care if it's right or wrong or moral. They have to do with the fact that it is law mm-hmm. until we can then scrap it off the law books. Currently, if the police officer who has the gun feels that his life's at risk, under threat, or that person's danger to the public, or that person has a gun and is ready to use it, I think that's it. that is enough. Mm. And sometimes we forget, these police officers might be scared as well, because the media plays a major part. If they've been hearing there's lots of black on black crime, because that's all you'll ever see when you look in the newspapers online, so much black on black crime, they depict us with the music, mm-hmm. gangsters. Mm. So I think it's it would be, it's probably, so difficult yeah. to come into that without that at the back of your mind. Yeah, Might might be scared. Nine times out of 10, I reckon they are. Mm. Yeah, nine times out of 10, I reckon a police officer is looking at you with fear. Obviously, because of the way society has painted us as young black males and, fem- and females. And mm. um, yeah, so I, I don't necessarily... I haven't watched that documentary. I've yeah. seen a lot of the tweets, you know, a yeah. lot of people... I'm kind of going. Day, you ain't gonna watch it. You just gotta go on Twitter. You yeah, and it's no, it's crazy. The things that you can it. find out. My thing is, social media is informative, regardless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, it just depends on what you use it for. Um, and so, what I would say is, in a situation like that, so the way I see the world is, yeah. Although I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah. And my every everything I do in my life for me is actually to do with personal development. So a lot of the time, these things I miss out on. So I don't necessarily, because I don't, I don't actively spend my time watching or doing things that I don't think are going to bring some sort of advantage to my life. I try not to. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their kind of little bit of you know, entertainment. Advices, Everybody yeah. got their advice. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, but I, I try not to. And so it means I miss out on a lot of these things. Mm. My own, The only thing I would say, and this might not be nice for some people, is so if you, we, we know we have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying that people shouldn't watch this stuff, but I'm saying we know we have 24 hours in a day. You have a choice as to how you use those 24 hours. If you want to use those 24 hours to watch something and then take the energy from that thing that you've watched to um, export more negative energy, 
When you look back on your life, are you going to say that you've used your time wisely? Because my thing is, we can't change the outcome. Yeah? Mm. I'm not saying we shouldn't shout about it. But if you're going to use your energy to talk about something in a certain way, do something about it. I'm with you on that because we, I've been having a conversation on this podcast consistently about the theory of fake morality. Mm. A lot of the conversation we have, I don't think people genuinely care about it. Yeah, and yeah, I could be wrong in that, and I and I don't mind standing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like a man has to fall on their sword if they if you're wrong about that, because it is in the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of us don't really know the political process in this country. We have first past the post. Right mm-hmm. now, we have a prime minister in our country who none of us have elected. Right, mm-hmm. We just have the Conservative Party. Their prime minister decided to bounce and go off to <laughs> on to Lanzarote and that go out beef and go on holiday, whatever. Live your life, <laughs> enjoy your millions, and then Theresa May just walks in as prime minister. Mm. I didn't choose you. You can be, you can run this country thirty five percent of the vote. Yeah. So your thirty five percent winning represents the rest of sixty five percent of us. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of us really like, I care as much as we might say. Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. said, none of us we can't change the outcome. But I think sometimes that misplaced energy is like why something like the rights could happen. Mm, I know exactly. facts, mm-hmm. whether I've got like statistical analysis to back it up or not. A lot of the people that rioted at the time just wanted free shit. Man was stealing basmati rice, of course, of course. getting into JD and that, yeah. you know. And so and 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 the rights because I remember at the time being on the trip. So I was playing for a football team in Coventry at the time, and I was coming back down. And I remember getting messages when I was going up to Coventry to say that the riots had spread to West Midlands. Mm. When I was coming back down, it was saying, yeah, now it's back in this place or it's back in that place. My friend got arrested in Southampton because yeah, of like, and One I, of my boys got nicked because of that for handling stolen goods or was he in the house. Mm. So he missed, his, he, messed up, he missed his birthday. So we were getting ready to go out I'm in a club trying to ring this Donny. Yeah. Honestly, I, the man them, if you don't pick up, we're still getting out though. <laughs> still, we still yeah, went yeah, out. Yeah, you're getting yeah, lodged. Yeah. And then we rang you, it's like half time. I'm like, where are you? Then I get a call the next day, I, I got nicked. Mm. And I thought, what? I said, it's all for, for them, man, for stealing. Because yeah. they've gone jail, I don't mind talking about it. Yeah, they've yeah. gone jail and done their time. They they left Southampton, went to London to join in a riot, mm. stole some electrical goods, and brought that back and got found in the house with the goods and Boom. A few men went to jail. Criminal record and that. And so. Just, just fucked over nothing. So, like, if you're going to get a criminal record, because I think a lot of the times we like, I know, I don't know what your, everyone in this room's um, interactions like with the police. Mm-hmm. I fortunately have never, I don't know what inside a police station looks like. Mm. I don't know what prison looks like because I had to go and visit someone. Mm-hmm. I've never been arrested and touch wood. Mm-hmm. Long may that continue in it. Yeah, I you, don't, better, you better touch that, yes. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I ain't trying to mess with that man, innit? I'm not on it. But yeah. there was a time when someone like a Malcolm X mm. yeah, was a Malcolm of Little, mm. you know? Nelson Mandela was in jail for how many years, you know? If you've got... It, at least let it be for a cause, innit? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. For, for a just reason. Yeah. But Donnie, that, that set a fire to the building in Croydon. I work with one of his friends. He went to, he's gone to jail for Arsenal for like nine, ten years. Mm. For what? Mm, mm, that mm. stuff never helped Mark's family. You didn't get nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. Mm. Arson. They ain't playing with you. Yeah. But and if someone's in there, you... Yeah, no, totally. But this, this, this goes back to my point about kind of misplaced energy. And for me, it's because a lot of people are walking around like zombies. Because mm. we don't use our minds... We don't, we don't actually have control over our own minds. We just find things to attach ourselves to and then disperse energy on them. So in, like, if you get something that arouses emotion in someone, they don't necessarily have to care about the issue. They just need to be hyper about something and attach Facts. themselves to it. You get me? And I'm not necessarily saying that people are... I'm not accusing people of doing that, but I'm saying that that's the reality of what happened. Yeah. But that's partly because... Think about it. Even on just on a normal day-to-day basis, yeah? Going to work, you might be someone who reads the newspapers, Yeah? Get to work, people are talking about the stuff that you read in the newspapers and then you watched on the TV the night before. Going home, you're doing the same thing. Then you get home, you watch the six o'clock news. I did a, re- I did a re- research study one time, yeah? And I took 
the top newspapers, The Guardian, Independent, everything, and for and I've studied them for six weeks, all the front pages, the common themes, um, natural hazards, debt, um, corruption in government. Um, They've got uh, sexy topics obese- that they use Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you get me? And, and the maddest thing is we've labelled them as sexy topics, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is we're taking this information in every single day subconsciously as well because that's not to mention the advertising that we see the stuff that we the conversations that we hear other people having around the office if you're taking all this information in you're, you're not in control of what goes in and your, goes on in but your I mind I think that's by design because I've been saying for the longest because I'm, I'm with mm. you on, on, a, on a certain level with that is mm. I think here and you can see if America's well what's been going on there recently mm-hmm. we're being made we're done by design. It's not yeah. by accident. Yeah, yeah. The national reading age for the Sun newspaper, last time I checked, was like 12. <laughs> if you're in your mid-20s reading the Sun newspaper, yeah. go Liverpool. They don't fuck with the Sun mm. for Hillsborough and other reasons. Mm. But that's like that's one of the biggest newspapers in the country. Yeah. So if you're reading that on a consistent daily basis, subconsciously, some of the information it's, is going to... Exactly. I don't even blame some of the people when they have some, some of the like the Daily Mail readers who might who literally, because of what they read there, mm-hmm. think black and black crime is a thing. Yeah, when yeah, When I tell totally. them that's just a proximity yeah. issue. Or like, immigration. Mm. Look what they did. Look at Brexit. Look what they did with the immigration campaign. Look, like, look at the way they molded that and crafted yeah. that to the to the to the um, point where people genuinely believe like we've got the maddest crisis here and we're against any immigrant in this country. When the reality of it is, it's not as bad as people think. But it goes to show you have to make a choice as to what you put in your mind. Mm. And again, some for some people like that's oh you're ignorant. You need to be in touch with common news. No, I'd rather, be, that's, I'd, that's, be, I'd rather that's be sane. I'm, that's what I'm here for, though. Maybe I'm here for, I'm, maybe I'm here for <laughs> news, isn't it? Maybe I'm here just to, you keep me on track what's going over there. Yeah. I might keep on track, not necessarily the roads, but what's mm. going on mm. just below mm. the surface. Because mm. yeah, totally. you said about like taking control of what you feed into. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't initially want to, but I was like, you know, let me go and check it out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't surprised on a certain level, but they, the only thing I did enjoy was the fact that they did use science to kind of dispel certain myths. So like mm-hmm. the whole theory of Mark initially waving a gun at police yeah they managed to dispel with scientific proof okay in terms of the propensity of his elbow yeah how the arm was cut where the bullet first went in so if the bullet first went in on his elbow for anyone that's watched the documentary knows what i'm talking about it would have been impossible for him to hide a firearm pointing at police because whether he had a firearm on his person or not yeah whether he, had, he threw the firearm the actual theory that he got shot because he was waving a gun at police got dispelled straight away cool mm-hmm. you know and that for me was like, okay cool so we can actually understand because a lot of the times, you have an incident with a police and a, uh, and a black boy, we're going to scream very straight away. Mm. Due to a lot of the experiences you had, in it? He's from yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. Anybody that knows history of Broadwater Farm, and that's my thing. That's what I think is, is a deeper line issue here is yeah. they've never got over mm-hmm. the death of PC Blakelock. Mm, mm. And in those, that time period, they would understand what I'm talking about. Police officer dies, got hacked to death on mm-hmm. an estate, and they've they've... People have gone jail and come home mm-hmm. um, from like being a census, being like acquitted and yeah. being quashed. Like no one's actually been fully convicted of that murder and yeah. is in jail serving like a 20, 30, 40 years. Because that's a long bird. You <laughs> kill a police officer, there's no half time. Mm. Yeah. You're doing the full stretch, dog. You're doing the whole thing. <laughs> doing that's, that's a full stretch. Yeah. Do you think, I don't know how you feel, but fear of live by the gun, die by the gun. Yeah. Do you think that's a fair theory? No, nah, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't call that a fair theory. I can see. I can see where it developed from, mm. and in in so when I, when I say I wouldn't say it's a fair theory, and I don't believe it's just. Mm. I feel like you can change your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the reality of it is, it does happen. Do you know mm. what I mean? There's plenty of people out here gangbanging that are 
gangbanging until their death. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And vice versa in terms of the, going to prison as well. So yeah, it's definitely that's a slow death. As well, just going in and out of jail. You get mm-hmm. me? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's and the the worst thought for me is someone taking my freedom away. Do you get me? I don't like if someone if you if you come if you become handicapped if you go broke you can come again if you become handicapped you're still alive you're still breathing there's so many different so someone's take your freedom away until you can only have x amount of hours of daylight a day for me being a creative person and being a, a people person fam I'd rather be ain't dead. no motivational speaking in jail everyone's got motivation yeah. <laughs> when I come out I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Oh my God, they're going to get back to the money. Oh, it's mad. When you come home, you realise you've been in jail five years. The man has been fucking your girl. Oh. No one's been checking. That's you don't even know what Easter cards are. Like, so mad. When my boy first came home <laughs> and he was, bruv, he was on Instagram giving out his number, de- like, te- talking flagrant to girls. I was like, bro, I can see everything you're saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, doing it in the comments. Yeah, flagrant. Mad. He didn't know. He, he <laughs> yes. thought it was, he's like, rah, like, what can everyone see? I was like, bro, I took like seven screenshots. I sent them to him. I was like, rah. That's kind of a juicy line. Let me keep that. I might need that <laughs> when, when I'm trying my make own little notes, thing as well. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Listen, you have to watch out for them Jonins when they come home, man. They're, they're the most dangerous. I leave them alone for a little bit, you know. They're hungry. <laughs> they're hungry, you know. What? You don't want to get in the way of someone that's come out of jail. They're hungry for anything, for money, for girls, everything. Because they look at, like lost time. You get me, mm. yeah. I've been in jail for a couple of years. Everything, like, that, they're raving Monday night. <laughs> yeah, <same> Outside. <laughs> Every day is crazy. But yeah, that documentary was... I don't know, man. I, it, I wouldn't say it annoyed me mm. or I was pissed off. Certain things I wasn't surprised about, but I think it's really hard to make judgments or even on a certain level have certain conversations because some of the information we'll never know. Like they, it, yeah, it's been classified exactly. like they cannot actually release public safety mm, or mm. it's not within it's not within our control but there's all, there's been a lot of because obviously just coming off the back of Black History Month yeah. and BBC been doing a lot of documentaries that's why they like there's been loads history. of black there's been loads of get me, nice yeah. documentaries and then we end with like <laughs> Mark Duggan lawful killing I feel like right, what you was you just slowly building up to this so they give mm, us nice mm, loads of positive mm, mm. or like like cool we look good on there for a little bit yeah even though I don't ever trust anyone over there <laughs> We look good for a couple of weeks and then we get this. We've been, we've been doing, they've been, they've been doing a lot. They've been doing a lot, and some of the stuff has been good, and some of the stuff has been bad. And one thing I would say though is, and um, be careful not to take things out of context, mm. especially where. So, and, and I, I'm talking from experience. I did this. So I was watching one of the. I think his name is David Olasugo. He's a historian. He was doing one of the doc. He was doing a four. He did a four part um, series on basically slavery. Okay. And the third part. I basically came in, I think, 20 minutes into the show and I was watching the part where they talked about Britain having slaves in the beginning and then fighting against countries that were that hadn't abolished slavery yet. So Britain abolished slavery and then they were going against the, those who were continuing to do the slave trade. Mm. And I remember I was so angry. I was like, how can you do a documentary and paint Britain in a good light for you know, fighting against slavery. They enslaved us in the first place. Yeah, but you see what those things say, just, like you said, it's a context issue. Exactly. If you understand that time period, you would know that even with like, the way they paint Abraham Lincoln in, mm. in the US, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there may be some people that may have had some moral awakening mm-hmm. and whatever, but for the most part, it just didn't make good business sense anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly, yeah. It's like even with the stuff that's going on in the US now, mm-hmm. prior to Donald Trump becoming president, we had Barack Obama. And my, my belief is that part of the reason why he was able to win power mm-hmm. was that it's a PR exercise. Mm. After George Bush, America looks shit across the whole wide world. <laughs> and they're nothing without immigration. Yeah. Because people want to live the American dream. Exactly. Think about how much people we know, relatives that are over there. Mm. You, mm. Everyone's got at least some, some person they know that's either moved to America, lives in America. And if a country is 
literally dependent on the fact people want to migrate here mm-hmm. and we look so shit abroad. Yeah. We need something that's going to kind of pull people together. Exactly. And a black president is going to mm. definitely do yeah. that. Because <laughs> you never thought, I never thought I'd see that. Mm. And we did. Mm. So, mm. you know. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, no, and that, and that just kind of, yeah, paints the point that just don't take things out of context because even in that situation that I just t- talked about, mm. I read into that only having watched like 10 minutes of the show where there was a whole four-part yeah, documentary. You, you you get me? But I'm sitting there angry. and I'm angry. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to say is that people, there's always background layers to a story or information yeah. and we're very quick, especially being people who have gone through hardship, we're very quick to turn around and be like, nah, man, this is not right. It shouldn't be like this. And to make impulse decisions when really you got to, Use your brain, man. You got to use your temperament and and kind of take have patience, man. Talk to me though quickly, cause um mm. about this film that's gonna that you are uh, yeah on Saturday yeah um yeah it's basically um I want people to stop suffering. Do you get me? I want people to stop living their lives inside their head where they've got a whole bunch of negative stuff, and I want people to start realizing that they can do so much more in it. And mm. more importantly, I want people to. To boss up, man. 2017, mm. like I said, is the year of the wolf. And I just want to do a film that depicts, depicts people in different situations. So we'll have a student, we'll have um, a young professional, uh, um, a, f- a young footballer, and we'll have a, a young parent as well. And just, you know, painting them going through hardship and through different situations. And then alongside that, talking about the fact that, you know, we need to wake up, we need to understand. Can everyone be a CEO, though? Because you say boss up. Can Yeah, yeah. Can everyone be, can everyone be the CEO? Everyone can't be... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was saying earlier, everyone can't be the rapper. Can yeah. everybody be the yeah. boss though? I think that sometimes that's the danger yeah. with a lot yeah. of young people. Because mm-hmm. on a certain level, even if you're the boss, you work for the tax man still. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. still has to answer to. Mm-hmm. Can everyone really truly course, be the boss? Everyone doesn't need to be the boss. And it all goes down to, you know, what what picture have we got painted of the boss, you know? Like, let's not all try and turn into Dame Dash and be on <laughs> some, you know, oh, everyone's a chatty patty, I'm my own boss, rare, tear, tear. We don't, like, come on, let's be let's be real, man. I'm talking about boss up in a sense of use your mind to create what you want. Okay. Like, as far as I'm concerned, and I always say it, everything in this world is created twice. Do you get me? Even down to this podcast, to the mics that we're using, the building that we're in, someone had the idea, mm. and the second they brought it to life. Mm. That's that's the only way the world works, and that's how winners succeed. You get me? They have an idea, they bring it to life. Losers see a whole bunch of obstacles in between that, mm. and they stop halfway. And that's the only difference, isn't it? And when I say boss up, it's not necessarily go and start your own business. It could be just bringing an idea to life, or it could be you turning around and saying, you know what, I'm gonna do better at work, or I'm gonna be a better mother, or I'm gonna be a better brother. Do you get me? It just it's 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 dependent on what situation you're in and where you are. It's relative to where you're at in life, Exactly. But ultimately it's about you being happy and doing the best you. So if it is a case of, you know, you are an entrepreneur and you've got this wicked idea, run with it and and and, and grow in it. Or if it's a case of raw, I'm someone who wants to be you can wanna be a librarian. You could wanna be someone who sweeps the streets. I don't care. But whatever you're do, do whatever you're doing, do your best at it. That's the main thing for me. Do you get what I'm saying? So when I say boss up, it's not necessarily everyone go and be the CEO. Let's not think so like so small. Do you get me? It's not just about being a CEO. There's people who are happy, successful, even richer than CEOs, and all they do is they they dedicate themselves to their craft. So they could be an artist. You know what I mean? You could be a teacher and you could want to just bring a smile I think, to a student's I think face. Where that theory comes from, because people like feeling important and like having mm, titles. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you, you, you can blind a man if you give him a title now, or you're a yeah. manager now, <laughs> you're a supervisor. Because people ne- haven't necessarily had that confidence before, felt yeah. important, or yeah. had a, a, been at a place in their life where someone's looked at them like, okay, cool, you're the guy. Mm, 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 mm. Totally, totally. Um, That's ego, isn't it? 
it's ego like we, the world is full of stuff that we can attach our ego can attach itself to so it might be money for someone else it might be driving a nice car it might be being the ceo of this business and mm. it's all ego when you can get past that and say to yourself what do i want to do what like what mark do i want to leave on this world do i want to create the most listened to urban podcast do i want to you know create a business that brings a product to you know the healthcare industry or do i just want to be an amazing you know chef whatever it is do it and get away from the ego from the shiny stuff that people want to the oh you're doing really really well or oh man i love what you're doing or just do what you love and do it well do you get me and for some people that might be making peas if it is do it to the I'm best da- of I'm your ability. Them, man. Give me the money. I'm there. <laughs> you get me? Like, if that, <laughs> if that is what it is, do it to the best of your ability. But I'm just trying to say that people need to grow up and start, stop thinking small and start, you know, living into who they are. Yeah. It's like, it's like playing in a football team. We both used to kick ball. Yeah. It's like kicking ball. There's 11 players. I remember, yeah, and I'm an attacking player, innit? I used to kick ball and I used to get so frustrated when I play with players that didn't have any techers. Or I play with players, yeah, that, you know, couldn't, didn't have a good touch or couldn't have skill. Until I got older and I started to realise there's 11 players for a reason. Somebody has to be the right back. Somebody yeah. has to be the centre back. And the centre back doesn't require skill, but it requires the ability so to defend. Just play your position. Play your position and play it well. Mm. I don't know a person who's doing their craft loving what they're doing and is not happy and successful in doing it do you get me mm. and that's a very simple formula and we need to start living into that do you get what i'm saying no i'm with you man. listen i'm with you i just think success is is at the end of the day, it's relative mm, mm, mm. one man's happiness yeah some people we see all the time they go and get money yeah or they get this the fame mm-hmm and suicide. Yeah, yeah. And you look yeah. and think, what the fuck? Why, why the fuck? Are you, mm, are you mm, mad, mm, bro? Mm, mm, are you sitting mm. in a? Are you sitting in a Ferrari and you're mad <laughs> in, in a red Ferrari with yeah, the baddest exactly. thing beside you and you're and you're yeah. and you're not happy? Yeah. Even then, there still might be something missing. Always looking for something, can it? Yeah. Always for, for you. What about for you? How would you not necessarily define success? I don't want to put you on the spot, but no, go what, for it. What, what's your yeah? What's your thoughts on success? How how should people define it, or how should people use it? I think if you're for someone like myself. Success for me would be doing exactly what I want to do mm-hmm. on my own terms. Yeah, okay. And not having to make too many concessions mm. and give away too much. Yeah, yeah. Being able to know that I woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I love, mm-hmm. I'm going to bed at night and just being happy in, in yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. a major thing. Just genuinely being satisfied that what I'm doing is gonna make because like the way I look at things right now mm-hmm. with all the things I'm trying to do, whether just with podcasting yeah. and getting our our, our base out mm. there, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy the fruits of my labor really and truthfully. As in right now, as or? in not even to say right now, like truthfully, truthfully, mm-hmm. for me, what I'm trying to build is I want my I want to put my children on. Yeah. So yeah. I want my kids and then their kids mm-hmm. to be like, okay, cool. Our granddad yeah. built something. Our surname matters. Mm-hmm. So, bruv, I, I like silver spoons. I want that shit gold-plated. Yeah, I yeah, don't have yeah. anything. I think a lot of the times with our communities, mm-hmm. there's that problem of don't spoil your children. Mm. I want to spoil them with, I want to stunt on you with my legacy. Yeah. So you, like, your my surname holds weight. Mm-hmm. So you walk, like, what I see today? Um, David Beckham's son's got a fucking charity single up. Yeah. And there's some talk about it being a good thing or are they pimping out the children? Yeah. I don't give a shit. He has the platform to do that. He's Beckham's son. <laughs> exactly. You're not playing by the same rules. Yeah. We need to start understanding that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. 
I'm going to rewrite my thing mm. so that the rules are different. So you walk into position. Mm-hmm. Yes, you still have to work hard, mm-hmm. but the work could have been done so that you don't have to go through something. So when my when my parents first came to this country, mm-hmm. and it's not to belittle them, my dad's worked in Burger King. Yeah, yeah. When Straight. when certain man in there probably didn't have the right paperwork and mm-hmm. the manager's mm-hmm. paying them under the table with like mm-hmm. shit wages. Totally, They're totally. working 17 hours in a 24-hour yeah, day. You, get me. <laughs> you, do, you do the maths on that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mums just worked in care homes and white bums and mm. looked after all these old people. Yep who their families either can't look after them, mm-hmm. don't care, or because of the way London's set up and the UK set up, mm-hmm. you're at work from nine to six, nine to seven. Yeah. You cannot physically become a carer and you can't be a full-time carer without money. Yeah. So we have to pay, you go and stay in a care home yeah. with the family, if, they, if that person's got a pension, mm. they use that pension towards, they've done those jobs. So mm. at a certain level, I shouldn't be doing that work. Mm. Not because I'm being a snob or I'm above that. You've done something, so I don't have platform. to do it. So if we're not progressing, yeah. then I think that's shit. I, t- I had this conversation, you hit the nail on the head, I had this conversation with my mum, I'm sure it was last week, and, you know, talking about, about the fact that, like you said, they've come to this country and had to do certain labour and had to do certain things so that we can be put on a platform to go and do more. It's not okay. That's I feel guilty sometimes when I'm fucking up, you know. Bruv, I, I feel, she doesn't know this, I feel mad guilty when I'm just, like, raving. I, was, yeah. I know it sounds proper silly, We a couple of weeks ago, we was popping champagne in there, being, yeah. messing about and that. Why the f- I ain't got nothing to celebrate. Mm, mm. Not yet, anyway. No, no, no. I haven't no, done anything no. to truly celebrate. Like, I'm happy about life. Mm-hmm. I thank God every time I wake up the following morning, like, mm-hmm. I'm here. I just need to do the work. Yeah. If my mum came here, went back to school, got her GCSEs, gone and got her degree, set up her own business, it's not okay for me to go and do exactly the same. That is failure. That's mm. not okay. The reason why you've been put on a certain platform is to go and do better. Mm. And going back to success, success is the progressive realisation of a worthy ideal. You said that you might not enjoy the fruits of your labour. Mm. And the reason why I want to pull up that, that, that quote right there is because it's progressive. The key word in that sentence is, is progressive. Mm. When you start, if you start something, you can't expect success the next day. Yeah. That overnight success and that, you know, that leap, that uh, that next year I'm going to be balling and this, this, that. That mentality that we've taken as a culture is not good. I've seen certain man balling with one year though. Look, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Don't get twisted. That's fine. And we're talking about paper money. Yeah. We're talking about paper money. I'm talking about wealth. Mm. Really growing, but not just growing in terms of what I have, growing in terms of who I am. Do you get what I'm saying? Because mm. it goes hand in hand. Because I know people been balling after a year. I also know people after a year ain't got no more money left. I know them, man. A lot of the older You get me? So, bruv, like, like, don't get it twisted. Still, you're, you're still driving that O2 compressor trying to stunt, <laughs> on, stunt on the young girls in the ends. It's you sad. You get me? Like, so, bruv, like, don't get, we can't get fooled by all of the stuff that we see and all the shiny things. It, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't just work like that. You get me? We have to work, man. It has to be progressive. And it's nicer that way. Like, let's be honest. Anything that you've ever done in your life yeah, that you really, really enjoyed, and let's even bring it down to more relatable. Bring it down to, to women mm. and girls. Do you know what I'm saying? The girls that you cherish the most and the ones that you appreciate the most are those that you have taken the time to get to know, to speak to. And be, let's be honest, she's made you wait a bit, innit? Because mm. the thing that gives it up straight away, you're not going to value as much. And success is... Mm, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a difficult one, my G. <laughs> Look at his that's, face. You know what it is, though. Depends it, on what you're in it for, innit? It depends it, it on what you're in it for. It also depends in this day and age. It depends what you've... Like, I just I speak to... I've got a lot of female friends, and yeah. they're down with the whole try before you buy. Like, I want to know if what's that... What the mm, D's mm, saying mm, early mm, doors mm, so mm, we can... Because mm. that's a that's a whole other debate. Yeah. Like, are you, like, sexually compatible as well? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, no, totally. making... Not, like, I'm not... It's weird, because men wear we fluctuate a lot of the time innit? Mm-hmm. we give them a lot of mixed signals yeah. we act as if we want you to wait yeah. for a whole bunch of time yeah. 
and then if they do give it to us early, they're now hoes. Yeah. But if it's your girlfriend, it's not a problem. So yeah, like, yeah. we we give a lot of bullshit signals, really. Yeah. With those things, there, it's all relative <laughs> to what you decide, isn't it? Yeah. If it was my mum and dad, listen. I know so many people spend. Go to your aunt's house right now yeah. and look at that mantelpiece and look at the wedding photo. Yeah. The amount of people that the wedding photo, mum's has got a little bit of a belly. Mm-hmm. What really happened was she beat early yeah. and they had to rush through the marriage for the sake of culture, <laughs> tradition, and religion. It's nothing new. It's nothing, nothing new. Look, no, I, I, I totally get what but you're saying. But I understand what you're saying, and though. Like, they're on a certain level, you do. But then you could have waited. The post could be trash. So yeah. then, where you're stuck now? <laughs> you could have waited all that time, and it could have been shit. So uh, I must, I still gonna be a credible motivational speaker after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, you're, only, you're, as, you're as credible as your word at the end of the day. No, but totally, man, totally. I'm, I, I guess I'm a little bit old-fashioned in that sense. Mm. But again, it goes back to what you want in mm. it. If you're in it for something that's mm. quick and you know, Those then cool, do your thing in it. If you don't have a solid base at the end of the day, mm. regardless of that, like, I know I know a lot of people who I've I've been through there as well. Like, you might have someone that sex is banging, but mm. she ain't gonna f- there's nothing upstairs, mm, bro. Mm, 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 and mm. a girl might feel about that way about me, even though she might be wrong. But <laughs> she might feel that way about me, that, like, yeah. it was good D, but mm, I don't... I don't really feel you. I don't yeah. really feel anything. But it, and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily take anything away from that person. Mm. You just might not be compatible. Yeah. Do you get me? But we've lost that in that... These days, everyone's running straight to raw. Boom! What's the thing like? Then I can try and find out who you are. If I do want to do that, if I still want to do that, I'm a bit old-fashioned. And I, like, my wife, I'm gonna know who she is. Yeah. Do you get me? I want to know. I want to build a relationship with her. And I think ultimately that's what everybody wants. But because we're caught up in this quick society where we want things now, we're impatient people. We want to live fast and die young. We want to enjoy life. Do you get me? People want to live their London life as if it's Ibiza. I don't get me. That's what I'm saying. But people want to live their London life as if it's Ibiza. They want things to happen quickly on the night. That sounds dangerous, bro. Do you get me? (laughs) (laughs) I've been out there. You can't do. You can't party like that. I party four nights in a row. Mm. I come back and was slept for two days straight. I didn't know what hit me. You cannot live life like that. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Rave until six a.m. the following morning. Yeah. That's not healthy. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. But one. Thing I would say, I don't want to leave here people thinking, raw like this boy is mad up tight. You get me, mad up tight, and (laughs) brother, I'm play hard, party hard, didn't it? You get me. I, I, I advocate for doing the other side. So you're down with the the flexing, brother. I'm, I advocate for it. I'm not just down with it. I advocate. You have to get out there because I know you. That's a part of experience. I I know you off air. Be careful. Be careful. I know you about the turtleneck and the glasses. Without the, without the monk straps and <laughs> they're in there looking dapper and that so you know no. it's, all, it's all about packaging at the end of the day I understand that at I the end of the it. day we have to grow in it there's uh, growth yeah, in that's it all about have progression. To grow. I, I get, get it but speaking of success though mm. and flexing I don't know what you've been paying attention to mm. we talk about have a lot of music conversations on here yeah, 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 we yeah. can't ignore last week one of the sickest shows I've seen mm. Skepta Alexandra Palace mm, I don't know if you mm, attended or mm, mm, you paid attention mm. or saw anything yeah so you know what yeah I didn't attend I was actually supposed to I didn't attend but I know someone someone really close to me works in the industry I know you got some good and went, stuff there we'll talk oh, about yeah. that <laughs> yeah so you know what I'm talking about obviously yeah. so I got the lowdown on it how it was but it didn't surprise me innit? Like, it didn't surprise me that it was going to be so kind of historic and people were going to love it I think personally I think the UK music scene is in a great place man like mm. I love it. Like I, I think it's in an amazing place. The energy that I get from the musicians that are out right now, I'm feeling that man. Who I'm you on listen it. to at the minute then? Hungry. Um. So obviously you got Skeppy, Gigs, um, Santan Dave. I think he's hard. Um, AJ Tracy. I'm a big Stormzy fan. 
I'm a big advocate for Chip. And I've been an advocate for Chip. Anyone that you know that knows me just says that raw. Like, and my thing is, as a motivational speaker, the reason why I post videos every day, because yeah. like Chip, I don't run out of bars, innit? You get me? So I'm, I'm a big Chip <laughs> advocate. You get me? I, I, I think Chip is so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But, but generally, I know there's bare people that I've missed out. I just went to Kano in Newcastle a couple of weeks ago okay. as well. That was, that was epic. He gave his life to us on stage. Went to Wretch a couple of weeks ago um, in, um, where is it? Kentish Town, O2 Forum. Um, and he again, beautiful creative show, did his thing. Yeah, man, I think the the scene is in a good place, man. We're doing a lot. And have you had it at any point? Because like, I think a lot of the times, like our worlds like crossover. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're ever going to explore? Have you had a chance to interact with those kind of individuals? What do you mean in the sense of from like the music world in regards to what you're doing, motivational speaking? Because um, it's hard a lot of times. Because I don't know, I don't know. I could be speaking out of turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. You're a motivational speaker, but I know these kids. They're receptive to the obvious shit. Yeah, if you, yeah, of course. If you bring a chipmunk to school for mm, them, mm, mm, they're probably mm. going to pay more attention. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, totally. I know These I, kids I, aren't I, listening to the pastors. And that's no disrespect to religion. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, it's the musicians, mm, the footballers, mm, mm, the mm. people who have what they necessarily would want and aspire for, like the yeah. lifestyle, the clothes, mm-hmm. the kicks, yeah. the Balenciagas and that. <laughs> yeah, no, to- bruv, totally. Come on, man. We see it, man. Um, we see it on a day-to-day basis. Me, us, us personally, two to three degrees, is not something that we've done. One day, I'm going to do a show yeah. And I'm going to have someone mad open up for me. That's just something that... Uh, that's You're that, going to have a, a warm-up act. <laughs> yeah, like a warm-up act coming open for... Or closing act to do like a madness. But I'm like, Kanye, just come in there. Or Geeks, come and shut it down. Like, I'll do that one day, innit? But it's not something that I actively use. But one thing I would say, yeah, and me and my, my brethren were having a conversation about this the other day. So in one of... Ke- the beautiful thing about music, yeah, in that you're right, people are more likely to listen to musicians than yeah. they are to listen to kind of any other role models. Partly also because you spend majority of your time with headphones in your ears listening to their words. Do you get me? So when you see them, you're going to revere them. Um, but Kano's bars uh, in um, um, Free Wheel Ups, yeah. he said, um, something, something, something. Then he says, man don't care whose arm, man just care if it's blinging. Basically, as to say, right, like, I'll take anyone's watching it. Yeah. The beautiful thing is my brethren called me up and he said, that bar was serious. And my brethren, he's not a, like a, he's not a tug, nothing like that. He's yeah. a straight, clean, if anything, he's a good boy. He yeah. went to school with us, I'll tell you who he is after. Yeah. And he said, do you understand that bar though, Carl? And I said, yeah, I get it, bro. Like, that, that tune's gassy, that's my tune. When that, when that <laughs> tune comes on, I'm in the middle of that mosh pit. Yeah, crazy. He was like, um, no, no, but really, like, take it in. It's not necessarily the fact that he's saying that he's going to take someone's watch. It's the fact that he's saying he doesn't look at, he doesn't watch face. It yeah. doesn't matter who the person is. It doesn't matter what the circumstances, whatever that thing is. And in this case, it's a watch. But let's paint the picture differently and say that's a goal that you want. Or let's say it's a, it's a girl that you want. Let's say it's a job that you want. Let's say it's a business that you want to start. It doesn't matter the context, which in this case is the person. I'm taking that. Yeah. I'm coming to get mine. And that, like, think about and think about the energy I of love the tune you as well. I'm really trying to spin theft. Like, no, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, know, but really the real though, like, no, especially when you listen to the tune, because me, that's my gym tune, isn't it? Yeah. When you listen to it and when you think about it, it's that you know, man, don't care who's arm, man, just care if it's blinging. Like, I don't care who it is, I don't care what it, the situation is. I'm coming to get mine, and in that mm. case, yes, it's been painted as if it's theft, but it's the energy I'm trying to transfer. I have a goal that I'm trying to, that I'm working towards. You get me? It doesn't matter who's in my way. And no one's gonna stand in front I'm, of me. It doesn't matter who that person is. You're saying this person's the CEO of blah blah blah. I'm gonna approach them and introduce myself and say, this is what I'm working on. Yeah. Do you get me? And it's that mentality that people need, that energy, and that's the thing that I love about music and that you can transfer it and use it for what you want, but your mindset has to be straight first. That's why a lot of people are taking it and using it for nonsense, you know, or using it for the quick, 
Whereas you can really use music and actually use it to elevate you. There's some people talking some real ish out there. Someone like a Santan Dave definitely talking real stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Got time man. for Dave. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely got time for Dave, man. Um, yeah, I like his stuff. I just like his energy, man. Um, that like that Tiago Silver tune with AJ Tracy. That's that's another one of my gym tunes. Um, but even <laughs> I keep going back. Um, even you know the um wanna know tune and talking about raw people never used to want to f with me. Catty's rare tear tear, and now they want to talk to me again. That that feeling of th- the why, why is that the man that's the man of every brother's narrative like okay now i've got money the girls are on me i don't blame these women yeah they know <laughs> do it is it's not even necessarily the money there's yeah. some women like because i i don't know how you feel with your interactions yeah with, with opposite sex i think women clock onto stuff a lot quicker than mm, we do mm, mm, so they mm. know what's sufficient for their lifestyle yeah, yeah from earlier and once they've got to that point they're mm-hmm. not messing around they might mm-hmm. Dibble and dabble with a guy that might not deserve their vagina here or yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But when they've got to that point and they know exactly what they want yeah, out of life yeah, of and course. who fits that. Because yeah. all these relationships are like, relationships are business. Mm, mm. I've got my checklist. Transactional. Mm. You've got your checklist. Mm. Out of the 10 things, how many can you can I tick off that year? Yeah. Not just like, yeah, tall, dark and handsome. Because like, I'm a short done, innit? Mm, mm. A lot here. Of, a lot shout of, out to the short done. Listen, shout out to the short man. I know you don't give us love on Twitter <laughs> and that. We be, we, we be, we be catching a lot of flat. <laughs> But if you got enough, sh- like they will make allowances if you tick if you tick on all the other boxes. Brother, don't say that word. It's not allowances. Don't say that word. Don't put don't put us behind <laughs> the two brothers. Don't say allowances. And you know why I say that? Yeah, is because and this is something that I learned very early on when I was young. Yeah, because I've never been somebody who had doesn't have confidence. And you know me, even when I was younger, because I was big. Yeah. It's only I played football, so I lost yeah. a lot of weight in it. I, I remember you. Good time, but you remember me. You remember me. You get me. So. But I've you're never doing, been you're doing medium life right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Medium. Like I've I've never been someone who has lacked confidence, and mm. what that taught me was things are never as they seem, man. The women are gonna fuck if you listen. Things if you're are never funny, as they seem. All my brethren that are chunky. I don't know what it is. I got a friend. He's in a weekend movie, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if anyone's seen the weekend movie, Samson Kale, mm. he's a larger dude. He has never had any problem talking to women. You get me? Never. Mm. But I don't think because like body issues with mm-hmm. men and women are a bit different. Yeah, no, totally. I, I'm not totally, saying. I'm course. sure there's men out here who are like the fires are rubbing in it and they're yeah. feeling it like <laughs> they're depressed because they want to lose weight. Yeah, Nobody yeah, wants course, to be out here yeah. sloppy and unhealthy. You like mm. that size? Cool. That's mm. like all for it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Women have a lot more pressure in regards mm. to like looking a certain way because mm, a man can be mm, chunky mm. and just be. I'm just the shit. I feel yeah. good. And no, totally. I'm totally, still gonna I get you. love. Totally, I hear you. But brother, I need. No, I need to kick some. Si- listen, yeah, okay. <laughs> listen, listen <laughs> to me. And not, even, not even, not even just on a. This is not even totally just related to women and relationships. Yeah. But this is related to life. Yeah. yeah? Your energy introduces you mm. before you even speak. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Your energy it introduces you before you even say a word to anyone. So if you're going in a room to network or you're approaching a, a, a woman, a woman, a woman, your energy is what's going to, and the, women can smell fear. Hmm. Like, don't get it twisted. They can smell fear. And we know that because, and I wrote a blog about this. Yeah, I wrote a blog about Antonio versus Jeffrey. Because I've been in both situations. I've been okay, Jeffrey. Break, break, give me the scenario. Yeah, let me, let me break the scenario. Give me the scenario. Because I'll give you some of my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get on. me. So like, I've gone... And I've seen and I've seen a girl or person X has seen a girl mm. and you can see them from a distance. And all of a sudden, in your mind, you start playing what you should say yeah. or you start playing what she, you might think she's going to respond to you. Or yeah. she's so nice. Red, red, red. Building up, building it up, building up. You get there. That energy that you've built up, that's, you know, fearful. That's a little bit scared. 
that's a little bit, you know, unsure of himself. That comes out in your, in your in your in your approach. You get me? That comes out on the flip side. When you're approaching them like, yeah, man, my name's Antonio. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> it's a different response. And, and we've both been, everyone's been in that situation where you know where you're feeling confident and when you're not feeling confident. Shout and out what I'm using Antonio. I want to yeah. see if that works or not. <laughs> you get me? And, and the, the, what I'm basically trying to say is, yeah, a lot of the time we overthink situations. Be mm. yourself and mm. just be confident. And, and I'm telling you, don't watch face. It don't matter whether she looks like she likes X or she looks like she likes Y. You can't change what you've got. So mm. go in there and flaunt what you've got. And don't get me wrong, that you might get pied. Yeah, that's real. But in life, that happens. Take take it on the shoulders and go on to A the next good one. Pine builds character. Trust me, you need it. Fam, come on. You know we're dark skin brothers out here. They, we're, they weren't always feeling us. It's only now that we're older, we're looking good. That you know it's a, a bit, bit different. You get me. But when we was younger, it wasn't always that case, and that builds character you mm, get me mm, that mm. gets you to a certain place and just be yourself so the man, reason like, why we are today is because all the girls that like light-skinned boys with green eyes is that, <laughs> is, that what, is, is that what i should take from <laughs> no, this no, no. <laughs> is, or, 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 or i just going for the lowest common denominator no, no, i'm just saying it's our time in it you okay. get me i'm just saying it's our time i don't think it was ever out of fashion I just no think... not necessarily out of fashion but you know like even like with banter like you know when we was in school and all the africans used to get the banter yeah. and now being african is so every it's so in everybody loves to be african like there's yeah. just different phases that you go through growing up and I think everyone gets it no matter what the era is isn't it you get me and, and being dark was that phase because there was a time where light skinned boys were just on top you get me like when we was younger like everyone wanted a boy with some curly hair or some you know some and funny stuff with yellow eyes you get me yeah but it's, it's different now isn't it? and that's all to do with face but the common denominator there is mm. like be you in it be yourself I know people who some people might argue are not the best looking people in the world that have always got girls always I've always Listen, been confident I've always been able to ugly, you know I've got a Donny he embraces the ugliness and I've never <laughs> seen him anything less than a 10 and he's not buying the vagina Yeah, <laughs> I wish he really was so I could hate on him and be like get you're me, only getting your money he's that, really not buying it get me and again that goes back to that bar and I'm sorry to go back to it I don't care. It doesn't matter whose arm. I just care if it's blinging. It yeah. don't matter. Don't watch face. Don't be looking at all you can see because there's yeah. a lot more behind that. Do you in it? Step out of your comfort zone a bit and test yourself as well. Especially when it comes to women, test yourself. Especially if you see a girl and think to yourself, "Ooh, that's a bit <laughs> mad," you know. Are you like I don't know? You know, go for it. You yeah. get me? That's me. I'm a, I'm I'm just a go getter in life, innit? That's just my mantra for anyone. Just giving all your tips. Now. The women are gonna be like, "Yo, when Carl comes to me in the bar, like <laughs> I heard you. I know what you were saying." <laughs> But no, I'm the real man. Like, don't don't watch face, man. Just be yourself, and mm. that's with every situation. It just turns, it just happens that we're talking about women. Listen, it's a shame I couldn't even have Mr. Vanze because he's got a good opinion on a lot of stuff. Really, I know, brother. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sad that he's not here. You know, listen, brother, I'm upset, man. When I when I listen to you, a lot of stuff. I love the stuff that you're talking about. So it would have been good. But yeah, no. Nah, next time, man. I'm sure I'll, I'll bump into him. Uh, somewhere yeah, we're anyway, gonna, man, we're right? definitely gonna network properly. Close, I mean, man. where are you? Like in terms of like keeping in touch with you and mm, mm. finding where you're at, what's going? Because obviously I know you yeah, personally, yeah, of course, of and course. obviously online and that. Yeah, How do yeah, people yeah. interact with you? Um, yeah, the main thing is I just try and put my content out on social media. So yeah. I get the first thing I would say is go to Twitter and it's at C double K O N A D U. So it's C K Canadu. So Carl Canadu. Um, so yeah, that's Twitter. The same for Instagram. Um, the same for Snapchat. And yeah, daily videos. I don't know. I don't really care if there's any other motivational speaker out there giving you dropping knowledge daily but that's my thing i get inspiration from life itself mm. so by the time i do my tube journey to work which is what 30 minutes i've probably had another five other ideas so that's why i'm just trying to give out as much as possible now as soon as i found out that raw like this is my craft 
I love this. I love being able to use my words to make someone smile or to bring some happiness to someone's day or to kick some knowledge for someone. I'm like, cool, I'm giving this out, giving it out, giving it out as much as I can so people can use it and go on. And, and I'm really blessed and humbled. The other day I was walking down the street, walking down German Street, and one guy stopped me and said, oh, are you Carl? I said, yeah. He's like, oh, I listen to your stuff every day. Yeah. Like, Raw, that's mad. Do you get me? And not for the fact that raw, that man's gonna get famous and nothing like that, but just the the fact that someone is saying to me raw, like I really appreciate like I, your work. I see you. I've been paying and attention. And I'm using that. You get me? And I'm paying attention to it. I'm like, that's a blessing. All I do is get up, say a couple words in a video, put it on the internet. Hopefully, it can it can um, help someone. And yeah, it's doing that. So yeah, just find me well, on. Talk to me about that that um the motivational speaker hustle because mm. obviously we have the go tos, isn't it? Mm. play ball do yeah, you rap of course. you know yeah, obviously yeah, of course. certain people like stuff that like road life and crown whatever mm. do you is that profitable for you mm -hmm. of course of course um, my thing is if you have a craft it can be profitable for anyone it mm. depends on what your craft is but this one specifically yes it is and I'm blessed that it is but that's not why I'm doing it do you mm. get me um, and, and it sounds cheesy and it sounds corny but and, I, and I'm saying this from experience. I'm not saying this because I've read it in a book. I'm saying this that if you do genuinely follow something that is your craft and invest in it, I'm not just talking about pay money. I'm talking about give your time and your energy into improving as a person, doing uh, carrying out that act. The money will follow. Yeah. Do you get me? Like, and that's from being blessed to, you know, having people, colleges or universities say, we'd love to come you down, have you come down and speak. And my background is in the sports industry. So yeah. I'm starting to get, starting to get a little bit more interactions with like sports camps and sports leaders wanting me to come and speak at their events and stuff. And so, yeah, my thing is if you have a craft and you love it and you enjoy it, give yeah. it to the world. Do you get me? For some people is being a musician, give out the music, give your everything to that craft. Everything else will follow. I always say the universe, I heard Will Smith say it, is like water. You jump in water, the water moves around to shape your body. That's how the universe works. When you give something, it will shape the world and the opportunities around you so that you can give it even more. Do you get me? So yeah, just find what you do. And yeah, definitely it's a, um, it's a lucrative hustle, man. You just got to be sharp in the way you do it. Have good people around you and always be looking to improve. Do you get so me? I'm happy I had you on because it's always... I think it's better to have some different perspectives, some mm. different voices. Mm, 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 Cause I know mm. when we first started, I was referencing stuff like the BK chat, mm -hmm. just as an example to be like, okay, cool. Do we need more space for different types of conversation? I'm mm. sure there's loads out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. We have yeah. a podcast. We're going for, for going strong for a year mm -hmm. and a bit. We've had we sat down with different people, mm. predominantly music as well. But mm -hmm. it's nice to hear different words. I don't hear a lot of people going up saying, "Oh, mum, I want to be a motivational speaker." Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not really it's on not the common. list of things. Yeah, totally. I'm sure when you when you told your parents, when, did what was their reaction like when you know what? So I don't know if you if you dropped that like I want to be a motivational speaker. You dropped your business idea. Mm -hmm. how, how did that conversation go? So it's odd the way it happened. So I dropped the business idea first, but. When I dropped the business idea, I had already started doing the motivational speaking, just kind of, it happened, didn't it? But mm. a, lo a long time ago, when I was about eight years old, we came back from church one day and I said to my mum, mum, I want to be a priest. And, you know, she was kind of confused, like, oh, like, why is this young boy talking about he wants to be a priest? But I remember, I remember that day and I remember that service and I remember looking back at the priest and seeing her standing at the altar talking to everyone and looking around and seeing people taking notes, seeing people engaged, taking her words in, people smiling and thinking, right, like her words are really helping people. Mm. Like, how I would love to do that. That looks sick. Do you get me? But obviously my whole life, I wanted to kick ball. But like so many different things happened in my life that helped me realise that this was my calling. Like little things like being on the football team, yeah. And at first, when I got into the football team, I wouldn't, I couldn't get, I wouldn't get any games. But I would always I be the person, <laughs> I would always be the person on the side mm. 
loudest person on the side of the pitch. Come on, lads. Let's go. Like, small little chubby boy on the side of the pitch. Screaming, yeah, come on. Coach going back and coming to games. Screaming until I got onto the team. And I was one of the best players. And I'm still, we're warming up. The person in the middle of the circle, like, yo, let's go. It's go time. So it's always been something that I've wanted to do. It's always been something that I've actively done anyway. So for me, there's not necessarily been much of a change. It's mm. a case of just now I'm like putting it out there for everybody else to see and just instead of just my friends. And in terms of telling my mum, yeah, I just, um, yeah, other opportunities came up where I would always be doing speeches and whatnot and whatnot. And then, yeah, I dropped the business idea and said, mum, me, me and Aziz are going to start two to three degrees. And then a couple of months ago, I remember walking down the street thinking to myself, yeah, you know, what? I need to make it clear to my family that this is the route that I'm trying to go down and like support me in it, run with me. Um, yeah, and so I just told them and they're aware of it, man. They know I love it, so. And you got their full support? Yeah, 100, man, 100. My sister, I'm a twin, innit? My sister is my, my ride or die, man. My whole, my, my, my whole friendship group, everyone around me is super, super supportive. That's another thing that, I'd though, say. I'm blessed, man. A lot of the time you do need, like I've got... No, no problem having friends you go and turn up with. Yeah, but of course. It's a cool circle. If our interaction is just purely based off, mm. man goes to LinkedIn. Yeah. Or right, would you with that girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. Few two memes in a WhatsApp group. Because <laughs> I'm trying, I, I want to get I, into. I, 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 I want, I want, I want to move up my parents' crib and yeah. get my own place. Exactly. So and the likelihood of getting that in London <sighs> is slim yeah, on your yeah, own. Yeah. Uh, if you got a partner, possibly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got congrats on my on my good friends mm -hmm. Rob. He's just. Got a place, him and his missus. They've been seven man. years. Yeah, man. And well done, I man. know what the change they put down. How you much get me. Well, they spent on lawyer fees. Some of you might not spend that on your Rolex, innit? Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they spent a lot of money, innit? It's it? not easy. They spent a lot of money. So, if there's nine men in a WhatsApp group, right, what, we can't we all save a grand each and go yeah, and get something. Yeah, like, what's no. going on? Like, yeah, it got, yeah, it goes back to what, what conversations are you having, though, innit? And what, um, who are you running with? And again, like, this is stuff I talk about all the time, but, you know, you are that, you're that, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Do you get me? And if you look at that average, and when I say average, I'm not just talking about making money. Average in terms of health, your obviously your wealth, you know, the way you think, your job status, all of that stuff. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you don't like where you're at, look at that. You get me? And and again, don't take this out of context. Don't literally go think, go to your WhatsApp. Ooh, who do I talk to the most? Delete conversations. <laughs> cut them out of your life. No, but be smart in it about who you put yourself around. Yeah. If every time you walk in the room, you're the smartest person in there, Make some adjustments, that's man. Why I hate you need that to be whole learning. Shit of, like no new friends. Yeah, that's and bollocks, fuck man. Fuck that, man. I, I've, I've got some new people who are definitely gonna be around. You for get long me? Time. <laughs> I got some new. I got this. I got some. My, there are some people that are always gonna be a staple in my life. Of They're course, not going anywhere. Of but course, of course. As I as I interact with new people, mm. I'll be able to pull back and help my people. I've yeah, had people that have me. met new people. Yeah, and they've been able to pull back and been like and Yo. introduce. Yeah, of course, of course. And that and that, and that whole theory of trying to you know, elevate your life and be around some new people, yeah? Brother, we live in a technological age. We're millennials. As far as I'm concerned, I actually only really got introduced to being, to like using mentors and using people that I revere through reading books. Mm. Like I started reading people's autobiographies and I thought, whoa, like I'm getting the same knowledge that they would give me if they were sitting down face to face. If you go to my bedroom, Fergie, uh, Ferguson's my friend, Roy Keane, Richard Branson, Robert Greene, all these people that are, you know, far far away never met them before in my life i've got the same knowledge that they, they, they're giving to somebody that will give face to face so yeah. we live and youtube is our best friend man i always say that to people like i don't understand how we can live in this age and solely use something like youtube or the internet for entertainment that that is criminal 
That is so criminal because one day you're going to look back on your life, yeah, and be telling your kids to use the internet or whatever we're using those times to do some 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 productive stuff. And you, the whole time you had it, you didn't use it for anything apart from posting sh- tweets sh- and sh- Insta. YouTube and just not just be on there, just watching link up Bruv, TV videos. What, we got um we got audio books that are free on YouTube. You've got an you can get an audio book account by Audible, but even if you don't want to pay for it. YouTube, free audiobooks, free, 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 you know, interviews by people that are lecturers or by, by you know, entrepreneurs and CEOs. And even down to, you know, remember, I don't know if anyone remembers My Come Up TV, but no. I grew up off that. That, like, it was basically a compilation of all um, successful type of people and, like, a, a mix of their videos. Yeah. And them talking about, so you had, like, Mike Tyson so talking, talking about, about... how they got to... Yeah, how they got to where they were going and their mentality, Muhammad Ali, Tupac, all that types of things. Like, we have that at the tip... And shout out to Mike Come Up TV because I know they're working on some more stuff. But um, we have, like, information at the tip of our fingers. We need to use it, man. Mm. Like, do you get me? Like, we're, we're not here for that long. That's just... That's another thing. I was on the tube today and I was looking at a woman and she was really, really old. And she sat down and I was looking at her, I was thinking to myself, right, like, I wonder what memories and stories she's got to tell her kids and her grandkids. Is she happy with them? Mm. When she's lying on her deathbed, is she going to have a bunch of regrets or is she going to be like, I lived my life. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I had that idea and I, I went for it. I for in the 60s. Yeah, man, bruv, whatever. Listen, it could be traveling. <laughs> listen, my final year of uni, yeah, I went to seven different countries. That's what mm. I say. When I talk about play, work hard, play harder, yeah. like get out there, create memories. I want to mm. one day have a conversation with my children and to be able to tell them some of the maddest stories. Yeah, you got to stunt on your kids you a little me. bit. Like, yeah, my mum like does was, it to me, bro. I was living life. You get me? My mum does it to me. My mum tells me stories about when she was younger and the stuff that she used to do and the amazing things that she's done. And I'm like, I need to have that for my kids because that inspires them. When I hear the story of my mum being 13 years old, yeah, going across bloody Accra to a next market, selling her stuff, then selling her cousin's stuff and then sneaking to the cinema. I'm like, bruv, this woman's been a grafter from 13. How am I a big 25-year-old man and I, I ain't got um, stuff going for me? Come on, no way, man. And that's how you build winners. You get me? Because you've done it yourself so you can lay the blueprint for someone else. Right. You have to be out there creating stories, man. One like, thing what's I do want to ask you, though, is because um, we live in an age where, like, like you said, information is there mm. and I don't know what experience is like with motivational speaking. I know a lot of people just want to be regurgitated information. Yeah. How do you actually then go and utilise, like on a practical sense, mm-hmm. utilise information you've received to now go and change your life from the smallest thing of like, I want to change my financial status. Yeah. Like, how do you the smaller, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Take that information mm-hmm. from a practical sense. Mm-hmm. So the, the one thing that I would say is, yeah, <laughs> and I saw a meme about this, basically motivational speaking, motivation yeah. is like barfing. Yeah. It's like cleanliness. It mm. doesn't last forever. So mm. you have to top it up every day. So you might uh, feel musty in about 12 hours. Get me. So you Mentally need to, musty. You need to constantly be taking this information. And I remember you lot were having a conversation about do you bath in the morning or bath in the night. So that's why that came to mind. But um, yeah, like you need to be continually taking that information in. But yeah, one of the most practical things I'd say is, yeah, for me, when I'm reading a book or when I'm listening to something and I think it's motivational, even though I'm listening to someone speak and they say something good, write it down. That's the first thing that I do, whether it's on the notes or on my phone, I message it to myself on WhatsApp, or I literally write it in my book, write it down. 
there's there's power in repetition and yeah. we know that repetition is the mother of learning that's why we learnt things in school and they made us do it over and over and over again until we learnt it and it's the same because when you do that subconsciously you're taking it in again and then you can start applying it do you get me so even if it's something like listening to a book called The Richest Man in Babylon which is about basically how to create wealth in your life and how to build a certain money blueprint there's principles in these books yeah. take the, you don't necessarily you don't have to write down every piece of information but decipher the eight if it says we're giving you eight principles, decipher the eight, write them down, stick it on your wall. Every time you wake up in the morning, you see it. And I'm a big believer in, you know, someone who create vision boards. Like, what do you want in your life? You need to see that. Like, you can't tell me that you want a certain vehicle or you want a certain house or you want a certain job and you've, you've never looked it up. You've never, you know, written about it. You've never done anything like, bruv, create what you see. Mm. create what you see and if what you see is all the stuff that you want in your life that's what you will create so yeah very practical example write stuff down man I would, there's a, we've got a business advisor um, who basically is a man who grew up in Ghana and has helped advise loads of different businesses but one of the main things that he was saying to me and he was kicking some serious knowledge is that black people don't like administration and that's how they get us in this country that's why when you go and try and set up a business or something, yeah, HMRC take you through so many different loops and they send you like six different letters just yeah. to confuse you. Because we don't like administration. We don't like pen and paper. We don't like writing stuff down. Do you get me? Do you think that's exclusive to black people though? Because someone's going to listen to this and be like, mm-mm, I don't agree. Do you think no, that's, do you no, okay. Think no, no, stand on it if that's how you feel. But do you think that's, that's, do you think that's the case or just people in general? Because I don't, I don't want to sit there. I know it's been like, mm-hmm. um, Applying for jobs. Yeah. Nobody wants to sit there yeah, and yeah, fill yeah, out yeah, seven, yeah. eight mm-hmm, sheets of mm-hmm, paper. Mm-hmm. I'll probably, I'll prefer, the amount of jobs I've had in my life by, mm. yo, I swear you know someone that works there. Mm-hmm. Through, I've met, I've got so many job opportunities in my life yeah. by knowing someone that knows someone and of then course, going of through course. the same system. Of course. But I've got an extra leap because I yeah. knew that individual. You knew that? No, of I course. I didn't want to fill course. in six sheets of paper. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. My thing is, and, I, and you're right to, to, to ask that because I, I, will, I will stand by it, but I will paint a picture. For me, Growing up in life, the people that I've seen struggle with administration mm. have been black people. Black or brown people. Do you yeah. get me? Mm. Like, that's too, I wouldn't even say brown because mm. Asians, mm. they don't struggle with administration. Mm. And you and for me, it goes back to what your parents have in, indoctrinated in you. Do you get mm. me? I can imagine, and again, this is a very sweeping generalist statement, but I can imagine a young middle class parent their child, as soon as they can pick up a pen and paper, they're getting them to, to, to do stuff around the house and they're treating them like adults. So when it comes to administration, they're a lot more used to it. And even in the workplace, when I look at people who struggle with administration, black people compared to white people is a different story. Mm. Do you get me? And I think this is why the business advisor was saying it because he was saying it from a context of administration is not something that we had in um our in our ancestors were used to. We didn't do that. They sat around and they spoke and they chopped it up around a mango tree. They didn't do it by filling in papers. That's mm. the Western civilization. They do that. Do you get me? That's why they are more used to it. Do mm. you get me? So that's why he's saying, right, you want to succeed in the Western world, administration, you're going to either have to do it really well or get some people around you that do it really well. Do you get me? And, no, and I'm with you on a certain level, but I'm sure there are... There I'm are not saying white people don't struggle no, with it. That's not I'm yeah. sure, but I'm sure there are because we control the call mm-hmm. and there was a certain time period we were the intelligentsia so of course of course mathematics science that's mm-hmm. from black yeah, people totally, so totally. there would have been time period we were the people with the papayas the scrolls etc mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm, our thing mm-hmm. we have lost along the way maybe taken away from us yeah maybe intentionally made to be stupid for a long period of time yeah slavery etc and going mm-hmm. forward from their mm-hmm. educational system mm-hmm. so that may play a part but then like with things like this 
we then have to take it upon ourselves. Mm-hmm. So like there's things even in regard aside from that like, being literate, you need to be financially literate. Hundred. Those things hold weight. So 100. that's a conversation I want to have later down the line with yeah, someone yeah, that yeah, want to get on and speak about what essentially is good credit. How yeah. do you get yourselves in? Because I think that's a, a struggle a lot of us have. Yeah, true. People want to get onto the financial ladder, you know. Mm-hmm. How do you go about making sure your credit score is going to exactly. be X, Y, Z yeah. by 2018 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you've got a certain goal in mind? Yeah, even the right bank accounts to have, like, mm. how to save very simple things. And this is, I guess, this is what you've got that platform for. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be brilliant and perfect to get someone on board who's got an expert knowledge in that field yeah. to talk about it. Do you get what I'm saying? But again, for any listeners, don't wait. Don't wait for somebody to come and teach you. Go out there. There's more than enough information out there for you to go and find out exactly how to do it. Man like Carl just come in and just started dropping jewels on us. I'm off trying, the cuff. man. I'm trying, man. I'm like, Hashtag here, off man. the cuff pod. Just quick before we get out of there, mm, though. Yeah. We we're talking about relationships. Yeah. <laughs> What's it saying? Because <laughs> a man like yourself, I can appreciate a brother that's well-spoken, uh, clean-shaven. Wow. Is that how you're going to well. do me, folks? Okay, I'm just, cool. I just want to understand, is, is that house of working over there as well? Are the women paying attention <laughs> too? Because... I'm sure there's some female listeners. Yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw you a free bones and that if, if, someone, if someone does hit me up. <laughs> oh, you're a joker. Bruv, like I said it, man, I'm all about a holistic lifestyle, isn't it? You yeah. get me? I'm just trying to win in all departments, like everywhere. Do you get me? I'm a winner. So whether that is from, you know, my business through yeah. to employment, through to my relationships with people, I'm always a winner, in it? So I want to run with winners. So, you mm. know, that's just how it goes, man. I think people should be happy. Could you not be with a woman that's like as energetic or motivated as you Say, are? Could could I? Could you? Yeah, could you not be? Could you? Am I even? Could you be with a woman that's not as like? See how like your energy is right now. Mm-hmm. Could you be with someone who isn't like you are? Yeah, no, I think I could. I think I could, and I have been before because I, I sometimes it's difficult to be with someone who's bouncing off the walls as much as you are. Because you told them be sitting down. You get me that that. But sometimes that's nice. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's not. I, that. But also, I'm young. You get me. Like obviously, I've had experience with women but there's a lot more experience that i'm gonna have as i get older so we'll find out whether things like that work and when they don't work and that's another thing man like um for me and this is something that i talk about in my bridgings a lot but and i'm gonna hang myself by saying this year but that whole concept of being a wolf climbing up the hill like it's difficult to be a wolf climbing up the hill and holding hands with someone you get me (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's difficult and again Context. I am so not right saying now, like, no, no. I'm not saying don't try put me under the bus. Don't try and put me under the bus. No, no. Go on, you, I'll, let, I'll let you hang yourself. Go on. <laughs> I'm not saying as a young 24, 25, mid 20s man, you shouldn't ha- be in a relationship. Yeah. I'm just saying, make sure that what you are doing right now is beneficial to yourself and your future. Do you get me? For me, right now, I don't feel like being in a relationship is beneficial because I'm running and busy so much that I can't, I don't really don't want to use my time to, to dedicate to that. You get yeah. me? I don't want to. I, I could. Oh, you don't want to? Yeah, I don't want to. I, I want to put my energy in this place, innit? Mm. You get me? If someone comes along and then I can, brilliant, that's fine. And I choose to, that's fine. But... You might like, meet a fellow wolf though. I might do, you I might do. And when I do, that's cool. And we can run and I can change, it. But what I would say is, take the time to learn and find out who you are first. A lot of us get into relationships and get into um, situations where, you know, we fall head over heels with someone. We don't know who we are. Like, I don't know how you can go from someone being in a relationship from 16 for the rest of their life or until 30 and you haven't explored. I'm talking about life when I say explore, like just travelled, 
gone and had a job for a couple years got your own place figured out how life works and then you can come and say you know what right like i'm okay cool i'm ready to settle down obviously if it happens that you meet someone early on that's wonderful that's beautiful and get together and do your thing in it but we have to spend a lot more time alone we have to spend a lot more time trying to find out who we are first and then we can bring our whole self to a relationship but a lot of the time we're coming to a relationship and we're only a quarter of ourselves we don't know who we are and a lot of there's a lot of insecurity born out of that mm. do you get me especially if you get with someone who's very self-assured male or female then it, it doesn't it doesn't match up in it so i just say find well, your I think time a lot of the time a lot of people men and women just want to have Mm. or like the idea yep. oh, those are buzzwords it would be nice yeah, yeah, totally. to have a yeah. boyfriend have a girlfriend of course of I don't believe anybody I just want to just just want mm. listen I'm in a nice situation I don't, half the time I don't think my girl even likes me <laughs> <laughs> I swear I don't think she even likes me to be honest with you she doesn't need a boyfriend uh, uh, she doesn't uh. need one she's cool mm, so mm. already I think I'm at a good space it's like, yeah you get me yeah so you need to yeah, man, I just think people need to spend time finding finding out who they are, innit, before mm. they can go out there and start committing to other people. But, yeah, no, most importantly, I just want everyone to be happy, man. I'm yeah. trying to provide some happiness by kicking some knowledge or saying some words. Hopefully you like it. And vice versa, I want to reciprocate with people who are happy out there, man. So make so, sure people interact. Yeah, man, definitely. As man. always, a good, honest conversation never hurt anyone. 100 I'm happy you've managed to finally sit down. We're definitely going to connect off air and that. Totally, man. But, and no, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the platform. I appreciate the conversation and just, yeah, chopping up with good vice people, versa, man. It's good just to sit down and just have some different conversations at times. Totally, man. Shame Mr. Van Zayn around, but he's... He's otherwise engaged. That's yeah, my totally. G, so of course, that's not of course, a problem. We'll definitely course. do this another time as well. Yeah, man. Let's keep running, man. Let's keep running. I'm looking forward to watching you guys grow as well, man. Grow, talk about more um, different topics, get different types of people on the show. And yeah, man, just, just keep growing your base, man. Keep doing your thing. Listen, Carl, it's been a pleasure. Amen. Take off the cuff, bud.